0: Hey, aren't you a smart cookie? The fact that you're listening to this program tells me that you're intelligent, curious, and ready to learn new things. So take your seat with the rest of the class, and let's get right to today's topic. By now, you've probably recovered enough from St. Patrick's Day to hear the truth. St. Patrick did not drive the snakes out of Ireland. There were never any snakes in Ireland to drive out. You see, the weather is too cold for snakes, and the water they would have to swim through to get to Ireland is too cold. Ireland is the last place a snake would go on vacation. The Mediterranean would be nice. But that doesn't mean I won't take advantage of folklore. Therefore, we're going to talk about eating snake. Now the first comment you'll have for me is, hey stupid, Don't you know some snakes are poisonous? Then I'll give you a wicked little grin and tell you that you're wrong. This will annoy you, but hear me out. Snakes are not poisonous. They're venomous. So chomping down on a snake won't hurt you, but when it whips around and bites you, best know where the nearest hospital is. It's the venom that's dangerous when it's injected into the skin. Heck, you could swallow venom all day and it won't hurt you unless you have a cut in your mouth. Your best course of action before you get ready to have a delicious plate of cobra is to cut its head off. The chance of being injected with venom has now dropped dramatically. Unless you pick up the head. Snake heads have been known to reflexively bite up to 90 minutes after being severed. When you cut the head off, let it fall into a bucket, then stay away from it until the next morning. And be careful not to prick your finger on a fang. Now, there is this Aussie guy who likes to kill his snake by biting its head off. It seems to me that he has some serious male insecurity issues, but I'll put a link to the video in the show notes. China consumes the greatest number of snakes. The most favored dish is snake soup, and it's considered a delicacy in the Cantonese region. It contains the meat of at least two types of snakes. The soup tastes slightly sweet because of the addition of chrysanthemum leaves and spices. More modern recipes include pepper, vinegar, and thin wafers of fried dough to enrich flavor and texture. A bowl will cost you around eight bucks, and you should plan on getting a bowl soon as those who make the soup aren't finding many people who want to learn how to do it, because it requires the handling of venomous snakes. If you're in Hong Kong, look for the restaurant Snake King Lam on Hillier Street. It's been making the stuff for more than a hundred years. Water snakes and pythons are the typical stars of snake soup, but Chinese cobra, banded crate, Indochinese rat snakes, tri-rope beauty snake, and the 100 pace viper is popular as well. In the U.S., rattlesnake is the most popular variety, but with the proliferation of pythons in Florida, you're likely to see that on the menu as well. Three and a half ounces of snake meat will cost you 93 calories, which is half the calories and one-third of the fat that are in a sirloin steak. Those figures can vary depending upon the type of snake. Snakes, like other animals, may contain parasites and other infections that can be transmitted to humans. They can be neutralized by proper handling, freezing, and thorough cooking. As for the taste, and you probably already know the answer to this, it tastes like chicken, although some say frog legs are a better comparison. Rattlesnake in the U.S. is often battered and fried. The New York Times called it desert whitefish. The writer said it's tough, full of little bones and not much meat, so there'll be no snake steaks for you. Now we're going to travel to Vietnam, where you can enjoy a live cobra heart. When you're in Saigon, grab a table at the Jungle Barbecue. They serve iguanas, weasel, porcupine, and other tasty treats. When you arrive, they take you to the back, where you can select your very own snake. After your appetizer, the snake will be brought to your table by two servers bearing large knives and a half-full bottle of rice vodka. Since the snake is still alive, the head comes off first. The venom is drained into the bottle, then the blood from the rest of the body is added. The heart, still beating, is placed on a saucer and offered to the most important person at the table. Since you're from out of town, the offer may well be yours. Proper manners dictate that you then drop the heart into the glass of blood and venom and down the hatch it goes. If you're quick enough, you may even feel the beating heart go down your throat. By now, no doubt, your stomach is rumbling and you're ready for a snake snack. In Nashville, the closest you'll come will be the snake bite at the Nashville Zoo. There you will get nachos, popcorn, cotton candy, and similar fare, but snake is just not on the menu. So now when it comes to eating snakes... You're a smart cookie. Hungry in Nashville is brought to you by Out of My Pocket Productions and is copyrighted 2020 by me, Jim Grinstead. You can listen to Hungry in Nashville on our website, hungryinnashville.com or wherever you get your podcasts. You can like us on Facebook or enter your email address on the website so you'll be notified when new episodes are posted. But the best thing you can do to support the podcast is to tell your friends about it and encourage them to subscribe. And if you have an idea for something you'd like to hear, don't be shy. Send it to idea at hungryinashville.com. Thanks for listening and may you eat well.